We thank you for listening to the weekly sermon of First United Methodist Church, Missouri City, Texas. We're a church that's making disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. For more information about the church and its ministries or how we can pray for you, visit us on the web at fumcmc.org. If you desire to make a quick contribution in support of our ministries, you can text to give. Simply text the amount you want to give to 281-369-4870 and follow the instructions. And now, as you listen, we hope that you find this podcast meaningful and transformational in your journey of faith. Good morning. Welcome to First United Methodist Church, Missouri City. My name is Marty Verschel. I am the past senior pastor of this church, and we welcome our members, guests. Um, I would say people we haven't seen in a while, but we don't see anyone here. And so, but we are glad you're joining us through Facebook or through our webpage, watching this uh, webcast of our worship service. Um, we are excited about about the worship service. We wish we could all be together because those of you who are regular attenders here know how much community means to me. And so this all feels a little bit strange, but it's something we're going to do because it's the right thing to do to protect our community and to keep our members and guests healthy. A couple announcements we do uh, want to make. Um, if you have not received an email um, from us this week with all our updates, if you, when you have a second, um, go to our webpage, fumcmc.org, and we'll put that up at the end of the service, and sign up for our email blast. That way you, are, you can stay informed of what we're doing. Uh, second thing, as you get yourself a cup of coffee this morning, uh, there is a part for you in the worship service. If you'll simply get a candle of any size and have it near you, and you'll know, we'll tell you what to do with that and when to do it. Um, third, we are accepting, we are welcoming comments and looking forward to your comments during the worship service. If you're watching on Facebook, if you're watching it through our webpage, we have not yet activated a comment section, mostly because we were afraid of losing bandwidth and going off the, off the air. So if you wanna make a comment, feel free. We would love for you to check in let us know that you're here. If you have a prayer concern, you can put it in the comment section, but remember, uh, those are public. And so whatever you put in there, people will see. If you, um, if you have a prayer concern that you don't want anyone to see, feel free to email it to me, uh, mverschel at fumcmc.org, and we'll have that up on the broadcast periodically so that you'll know how to do that. Um, are we ready with the slide? It would help us for um, getting information out to you if you will get your cell phones out right now as we speak and go to your messaging app, whatever that is, whether it's an iPhone, a Windows phone, or an Android. And if you will type, if you will text all caps FUMCMC to the number 281 688 1492. We'll be able to give you updates through text messaging. If you do it and then decide you don't want that anymore, you can just hit stop and you won't get any more text messages from us. But I do hope you'll sign up for that. Um, that way we can keep you informed of what's going on 
and give you updates uh, as we learn them from the, um, from the county and from what our plans are as far as worship and as far as ministries. Uh, the church building is closed this week. There are no activities. However, the staff uh, will pretty much be here during regular office hours, and the pastors are always available. In fact, on Wednesday in the chapel, we will be offering a time of prayer and communion. We have the individual communion cups. So if you are interested in prayer and communion in the chapel, there'll be a staff member in there to, to pray with you. And we'll post the times on our website and on Facebook. And if you are uncomfortable getting out, but you still want to have prayer and communion, if you'll let the church office know or email me at mvershell at fumcmc.org. And um, we will make an appointment and we will come to you. We believe that during this time and during uh, these next couple of weeks where everything is still a little unsure, uh, we want to make ourselves available to you. And finally, I think, um, I think this is the last one we have to make, um, following the, the service after the benediction, there will be a link um, to our, our online giving because we do have to remember we still have salaries to pay utilities to pay ministries happening and the church needs to the church survives because of your generosity so i think that's all the announcements i don't think i've left anything out and so melissa burnham will use her gifts and as she does so um, let us center ourselves and bring ourselves into the presence of god still for the presence of the Lord the Holy One is here come bow before him now in reverence and fear in him no is found we stand on holy ground be still for the presence of the Lord the Holy One is here still for the glory of the Lord is shining all around he burns with holy fire with splendor he is crowned how awesome is this sight glory of the Lord is shining all around. He comes to cleanse 
wings and heal to minister his grace be still for the power of the Lord is moving in this place be Let us pray. O God of all goodness, you welcome us, forgive us, and heal us. You seek us out from places where we have hidden from you. You crown us with steadfast love and mercy. Reveal yourself to us in this moment. Let us know your presence so that we may bless you. Bless you, O God. Bless your holy name. Amen. Son, but 
As we continue in our worship, as you know this wonderful Apostles' Creed, join me as we proclaim our faith together. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ our Son, Son our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he arose from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and in the life everlasting. Amen. from our own silliness. Sometimes we do wrong things, and when we do, we hurt others and make them sad. There are times we even do things that hurt us, and we are sorry. Help us to be more like you, so we can love others like you do. Amen. We are in the holy presence of God. Can you feel it? When we come into the holy presence of God, our humanity is laid bare. People of God, let us together acknowledge who we are and ask our ever-present God to forgive us. Let us pray. Merciful God, for the things we have done that we regret, forgive, forgive us. For the things we fail to do that we regret, Forgive, forgive us. us. For all the times we've acted without love, forgive, forgive us. us. For all the times we've reacted without thought, forgive, forgive us. us. For all the times we have failed to forgive, forgive, forgive us. For hurtful words said and helpful words unsaid, for unfinished tasks and unfulfilled hopes, God of all, of all time, time forgive, forgive us and help us to lay down our burden of regret. Hear these words of assurance. God brings us new life and forgives us and redeems us. Take hold of this forgiveness and live your life in the spirit of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Holy healer, your people call your name, send 
In your time on earth, you traveled through towns and villages, curing every disease and illness. Come to our aid now in the midst of this global spread of the coronavirus. Heal those who are sick with the virus and heal us from our fears. Jesus Christ, healer of all, stay by our side in this time of uncertainty and sorrow. We remember today those living in isolation. May they feel your presence in their isolation, your peace in their turmoil, and your patience in their waiting. We pray for those who are grieving, reeling from the sudden loss of loved ones. May they found, find your fellowship in their suffering, your comfort in their loss, and your hope in their despair. Holy before you in our hearts, those who known to us who are vulnerable and scared, the frail, the sick, the elderly. We also pray for all medical professionals dealing daily with the intense pressure of this crisis. Grant them resilience in their weariness discernment in their diagnosis and compassion upon compassion as they care. We thank you for the army of researchers working steadily and quietly toward a cure. Give them clarity, serendipity, and unexpected breakthroughs today. Rise above this present darkness as the sun of righteousness with healing in your rays. Holy healer, your people call your name, send your spirit, hear our prayer. Holy healer, your people call your name, send your spirit, heal our prayer. We pray for our leaders, the World Health Organization, national governments, local leaders, heads of schools, hospitals, and other institutions. Grant them wisdom beyond their own wisdom to contain this virus, faith beyond their own faith to fight this fear, and strength beyond their own strength to sustain vital institutions through this time of turmoil. Give them the wisdom to invest in long-term solutions that will help prepare for our, or prevent future outbreaks. Jesus Christ, in place our anxiety, 
give us your peace. May those who have died from the virus be at rest with you in your eternal peace. Be with the doctors, nurses, researchers, and all medical professionals who seek to heal and help those affected and who put themselves at risk in the process. Give the leaders of all nations the foresight to act with charity and true concern for the well-being of the people they are meant to serve. Give them the wisdom to invest in long-term solutions that will help prepare for or prevent future outbreaks. Jesus Christ, in place of our anxiety, give us your peace. Lord, hear our prayer. Holy and pain, weary of the day and fearful of the night, grant healing, and at all times grant the gift of your indwelling peace. Bless your church in every land, make her eager for worship, fearless in the proclamation of the gospel, and passionate for caring. Bless us, each one, in the communion of the saints. Lord, hear our prayer. we pray in the name of Jesus, who teaches us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power, and the the glory glory forever. forever. Amen. Amen.
is a time of giving of our love back to God, who is very generous, extravagant in giving to us. Your continued support through your generous giving is still needed. There's several different ways to give and not be right here putting it in the offering plate on this day. You can give through the church app if you have downloaded it. You can give through our website, fumcmc.org backslash give, or you can mail your gift to the church. Let us pray. Gracious God, in this time when we are so centered on what we need, and we recognize all that I've needed, your hand has provided. Great is your faithfulness, O oh Lord, to each of us. In times of crisis, in times of extravagance, in times of doubt, in times of joy, you, O oh God, never cease to give to us. So receive our gifts as we give them to you this week. Receive them knowing that we love you, O oh God. We are desperate to feel your presence this week, and we know that you are near, repeating to us time and again, do not be afraid. I've got this. I've got you covered. Thank you. Thank you, O oh God, for your continuing love. Amen.
Please join me in the prayer for illumination. Lord, open our hearts and minds by the power of the Holy Spirit, that as the scriptures are read and your word proclaimed, we may hear with joy what you say to us today. Amen. Our scripture this morning is from 1 John chapter 4, verses 7 through 18. Hear these words. Beloved, let us love one another, because love is from God. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love God does not know God, for God is love. God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Beloved, since God loved us so much, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God lives in us, and his love is perfected in us. By this we know that we abide in him, and he in us, because he has given us his spirit. And we've seen and do testify that the Father has sent his Son as a Savior of the world. God abides in those who confess that Jesus is the Son of God, and they abide in God. So we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love. And those who abide in love abide in God. And God abides in them. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness on the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in the world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not reached perfection in love. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. Above, 
filled with his goodness and lost in his love. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior. Oh, If you'll um, stand, if you're in the sanctuary, and if you're at home, if you'll get ready to make a comment on the Facebook page, uh, those of you in the sanctuary, don't, don't, um, don't shake hands and don't touch elbows. According to the CDC, touching elbows is just as bad. Um, just give the Spock sign. But greet one another. Uh, when you greet one another, share with them the one thing you were surprised was off the shelves at your grocery store. Go ahead. If you're watching at home, share on the comment what you were surprised was off the shelves at the grocery store. And um, may the peace of Christ be with you and do that for just a moment. John, do we have comments coming of what was? Okay, go ahead and have a seat. I do wanna say something to our people watching at home. Uh, uh, my children's director who's on vacation, Leah Stevens, has um, posted right now, as we speak, this moment, a link to the children's Facebook page where there are activities and, worship, and things to do with the kids during worship. So fire up another computer if you have kids so they can be doing that and we'll be doing this. And oh yeah, by the way, Lauren Stevens, if you are watching, which you better be, happy 15th birthday. Um, so we're excited. Um, so uh, I, I, I don't know which way to look, John. Do I go this way, that way, there? So <laughs> a little boy uh, was afraid of the dark, and one night his mother told him to go out into uh, uh, the back porch and to get the broom because she left it on the back porch. A little boy turned to his mom and said, but mom, I don't want to go out there. It's dark. The mother smiled and said, you don't have to be afraid of the dark. Jesus is out there and he'll look after you and he will protect you. Little boy looked at his mother real hard and asked, are you sure Jesus is out there? And mom said, oh yeah, Jesus is everywhere and he's always ready to help you when you need him. Little boy thought about it for a moment and said, okay, I'll, uh, went to the back door and he cracked open the door just a little bit and he peered out in the darkness and he said, Jesus, if you're out there, would you hand me the broom? <laughs> Fear is one of the most powerful emotions known to humankind. In fact, um, uh, those people who study this thing claim that fear is more powerful than love. And if you think about it, fear is important because fear uh, 
Well, our survival depends on it. Fear is triggered in the part of the brain that is responsible for alerting and protecting us from danger, keeping us safe, keeping us alive. When the caveman uh, back in the day would, would stumble upon a saber-toothed tiger in his path, it was fear that triggered in the brain to either fight or to flight. And his heart rate would shoot up and more oxygen would be sent to his muscles and his breathing rate would increase and adrenaline was released. All of that happened so that caveman could either run or stay and fight the tiger. Well, as far as I know, none of us have to uh, face saber-toothed tigers, but we do have fears. There was a study done that, that said the two most common fears were glossophobia and thanatobiophobia in that order. Can you believe that? People were more afraid of speaking in public glossophobia than they were of dying thanophobia. If this is true, what that tells me, you're better off going to a funeral if you're in the casket than behind the podium. Just saying. But I wonder nowadays if things are a little different. If our fears today may be different than public speaking or dying. In fact, uh, YouGov did a poll of American beer drinkers. And 38% of beer drinking Americans won't buy Corona beer out of fear that it somehow is connected to the coronavirus. Now, I found that hard to believe, but it's on the internet. <laughs> and it wasn't Newsweek, so it's got to be true. But after going to HEB the other day, I wonder if there's another fear that is gripping society. Stronger than the fear of death, stronger than the fear of, of, of public speaking, stronger than the fear of drinking a Corona beer, is the fear known as arcartohagophobia. Got the picture? Another one? The fear of running out of toilet paper. It's true. Look, I know that, and you know, people in our community are afraid today. Not afraid of running out of toilet paper or running out of water or, or if you've been to HEB or Kroger or Randall's, you'll even find that the spam is gone off the shelves. That's fear. People are afraid because of the unknown that this virus brings. Because really, unless you were born in 1918, alive in 1918, we haven't experienced anything quite like this. Uh, we've had viruses, but none that shut down rodeos or delay opening days, or quarantine an entire country. Last night I was on 
Facebook, and I've been on Facebook with my cousin um, from Italy, uh, Francesca Amatruda, and uh, she, we've been texting back and forth over the last couple of weeks, and she's been sharing me what they're going through in Italy, which is quite different than what we're going through. They, if they're in public, which isn't um, very often, they have to stay two meters apart from other people. Only three people are allowed in a store at a time. They spend most of their time in fear, huddled in their homes and their, in their places where they live. In fact, one of the things that is beautiful is at six o'clock, at six o'clock every evening, is she tells me that people go out on the balconies and they sing to one another as a way of staying connected with each other. I'm not sure Americans could sing to one another. I think Melissa said that we don't even know the right songs together. But she shared with me about that they are afraid of everything now. They wake up every morning and they pray that this is not real and for just that moment, they, they believe it's over, and then the reality sets in. So people in Italy, people in France, people in Spain, people are afraid. And we're getting to that point. Some people say it's hysteria. Some people say it's overblown panic. But the fear is still there. I don't think we're afraid of dying. I, I think it's just this unknown. And as I think about that, I am reminded just how powerful of a force fear really is. And the reality is it doesn't matter what we fear, whether we fear the coronavirus, whether we fear failure, whether we fear success, whether we fear of losing our health, fear of losing your mind, fear of being taken too seriously, fear of not being taken seriously enough, fear that you worry too much, fear that you don't worry enough, fear of the unknown. You just fill in the blank of whatever fear we have. Fear tends to consume our minds and our hearts often paralyzing us. I have, a, I have a friend, not to mention who she is, Leah Stevens, who can't even go to the grocery store, Leah Stevens, without wiping every item she buys. Partially out of safety, partially out of fear. Fear does things to us. And I think that's one reason why Mr. Rogers has made the resurgence that he has over this last year. Because Mr. Rogers understood, unlike most people, the power fear has over children and adults. Not only did he understand it, what Mr. Rogers was so good at doing is to help us calm those fears. You see, in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood, even though it had so many beautiful days, there were days that weren't so beautiful. 
And he reminded children it's not always beautiful. Sometimes parents don't stay married. Dogs and guppies and people someday will all die. He even calmed the fear that may seem silly for some of us, but for others are very real. Like running out of toilet paper or being afraid of taking a bath because you might be afraid you might be sucked through the pipes. He even wrote a song about that. We were going to play it, but we were worried Facebook would kick us off. So here's how the words go. You can never go down, can never go down, can never go down the drain. You can never go down, you can never go down, you can never go down the drain. You're bigger than the water, you're bigger than the soap, you're much bigger than all the, bu the bubbles, and bigger than your telescope. So you see, you can never go down, you can never go down, you can never go down the drain. He just had that way. But long before Mr. Rogers put on a sweater, the Apostle John, well, he, he spoke about fear. Listen to what he says. If you have your Bibles at home, open them, or you can look on the screen. I'm sure it's going to be there, but we're going to read from 1 John chapter 4, verses 16. Rusty had already read them, but we're going to read some of them again. So we have known and believe that the love God has for us. God is love, and those abide in his love abide in God, and God abides in them. If you underline your Bible, underline that God is love. Because what John says is, John says, John doesn't say that a characteristic of God is love. John doesn't say that sometimes God loves. What, what, what he said is, it's not a characteristic. It's who God is. God is love. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness on the day of judgment because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out all fear. For fear has to do with the punishment. Whoever fears has not reached perfection in love. We love because he first loved us. Those who say, I love God and hate their brothers or sisters or liars. For those who do not love a brother or sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. The commandment we have from him is this. Those who love God must love their brother and sisters also. What John reminds us is that perfect love casts out all fear. Because then the question is, is it possible to live without fear? Maybe that's just the wrong question. Maybe it's not whether we should, can live without fear. Perhaps a better question would be, can we live without fear controlling us? I don't mind admitting to you, I'm not that brave, I'm not that macho, I'm all of this virus stuff is, is kind of scary. It has disrupted my life. 
I mean, my disruption is nothing compared to others. Sure, I can't go home and watch March Madness. March 28th, the best day of the year, opening day isn't happening. Masters is uh, postponed. You turn on ESPN, you watch bowling. <laughs> UFC. Yesterday, there was a car show on. Not exactly sporting stuff. But it's some of those disruptions that scare me. There's an uneasiness going on around us, and I think that's normal. But what I've understood and what I have to remind myself, when my anxiety, when my uneasiness, when my fear begins to control me, I am doing something wrong. Because I am forgetting what, well, what John would say, what Mr. Rogers would say, what Jesus would say is that somehow I am allowing my fear to be bigger than my God. Because whatever I fear, whatever makes me uneasy or gives me anxiety, shrinks in comparison to the amazing, incredible, perfect love of God. We still may be afraid. We still may have anxiety. We still may have uneasiness. But God's love is bigger. Now, I was reminded by a friend that I need to tell all of us that, yes, God's love is bigger than this virus. But we all need to remember God still expects us to be responsible. God still expects us to listen to the experts and the warnings and the instructions, and he still expects us to keep our families and ourselves healthy. And God still expects us to be mindful and respectful of others as they try to keep themselves and their loved ones healthy. God is bigger than the virus we still have responsibility. God's love is bigger than what may ever may happen to you. God's love is bigger than whatever mistakes you have made in your past or that you might make in your future. God's love is bigger than whatever may come. What is your fear? Whatever that is, I can promise you God's love is bigger. doesn't mean it's always going to work out the way we want but we do know the end of the story. You do know the end of the story. Spoiler alert. God wins. Love wins. Which is why we can sing with Paul, for I am convinced that nothing, not life, not death, not things present, not things to come, not cancer, not divorce, not failure, not the coronavirus will ever separate us from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus. That is the gospel. That is what I believe and that is what my faith is built on. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit.
Amen. A prayer for these times. Great God, you are an ever-present help in times of trouble, and that's why we're praying now. We are troubled and we are worried. Things are going to get more troubling. This virus is spreading around the world. So many are seriously ill or will be seriously ill. So many healthcare systems are stretched or will be stretched. Be with frontline medical workers. Give them courage to do their work and keep them safe. Be with public health officials as they make decisions for the common good and politicians as they roll those decisions out. Help us to be kind to one another because anxiety can make us snappy. Help our communities to be resilient and expansive as we reach out to help all those who are isolated and afraid. In these times of shutdowns and slowdowns, when travel is restricted or banned, as routines are disrupted and we spend less time together or more time together, help us zero in on what is essential. Thank you that love is also contagious and stronger than any virus. You will be with us and we will be with each other in sickness and in health. Amen. Thank you for joining us as we uh, worship together like this. Our plan is to do uh, worship this way today. Tuesday night, we will have um, our Lenten study via Facebook, and the book that we're looking at is Don Miller's Blue Like Jazz. Um, and then next Sunday, we're going to do the same thing. Uh, we're going to follow the county's advice, and we're going to worship um, again through Facebook and through the web, and I hope that you will join us. Don't forget following the benediction. Um, there will be a link put up so that you can support our ministries through your generosity if you have that desire. Um, don't forget also Wednesday will be a time of prayer and communion. And of course, if you need any of the pastors or any of our staff, we are here and we are available for you. And so would you stand if you're at home or if you're here? If you're at home with your family, if you'll stand and hold hands um, after you scrub your hands uh, while singing the doxology, and then um, if you're here, do whatever you're comfortable doing, and uh, would you receive this benediction? And now, may the Lord bless you, may the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you, and may the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace both now and forever. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, go from this place. And may the peace and the love and the grace of God go with you. May you know, may you remember, may you never forget that there is nothing you can do, nothing, that will ever make God love you less. Because when God sees us, he doesn't see the mistakes that we make. He simply says, wow, you are nothing but the best of the best of the best. And can you imagine what your day would be like if you lived it believing that? You'd have a pretty good day. Take care, God bless, and we'll see you Tuesday night.